Value Coffee Talk podcast. Uh, this podcast is a service to the Enterprise Value Collective. It's a community of business value-focused leaders and practitioners, and it's sponsored by our value consultancy, Genius Drive. Our mission is to help accelerate and optimize value articulation in each of your customer engagements and throughout the customer lifecycle. And to help us do that today, we've got Gino Kalonico. He's a 15-year veteran with uh, PTC. And uh, PTC, if you don't know him, focused on unleashing industrial innovation with solutions that enable manufacturing and industrial firms to differentiate their products and services, improve operational excellence, and increase workforce productivity. It's a lot of solutions, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. Um, definitely, um, Gino is no stranger to value. Uh, he has... Uh, garnered experience in value as a customer of PTCs, I think, before you even join them uh, as an implementation partner, as an employee of PTC. And like I say, he's a 50-year, 15-year veteran with PTC. So, Gino, welcome. Hey, thank you, Tom. Glad to be here. So, value has been at uh, PTC, has been around for a while. Um, interestingly, it's been centered in a team that's been called Digital Transformation, the Digital Transformation Team. Tell us about the importance of it being part of this separate kind of transformation team. Yeah, so you know, manufacturers uh, continue to invest billions of dollars in, in digital transformation. And for our customers, you know, the value in digital transformation comes in its ability to enhance the way pro physical products are engineered, manufactured, and serviced. So, you know, a successful digital transformation journey enables for us cross-sell and upsell opportunities, not only for us, but also for our partners. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, and I like to say or summarize is, you know, the more products, you know, people, processes, and places our products impact, uh, during the journey, the greater the value for our customers, our implementation partners, and for PTC. Now, most organizations would have value in, let's say, a sales group and a sales organization, or sometimes yeah. it's in marketing in certain groups. Um, sometimes it's separate as like a business value consulting team and, and has that as the title. What, what makes it different of having it in the digital transformation team? Um, do you think there's an advantage there? And what advantages do you see in maybe some of the other organizations or limitations maybe in it? Yeah, so we, uh, you know, the, the team rolls up to kind of the chief revenue uh, officer. Okay, so, so it's still a part of sales ultimately. It is, but, you know, but then team. sales includes um, sales enablement, customer success. So the whole, yeah, and, yeah. you know, the whole kind of life cycle of, of you know, customer's journey. Awesome. So and and it, and it, and it makes sense in in a way where you you know where you start the conversations with the customer and um, and uh, you want to have that you know that continuation throughout the whole you know life cycle with them. Yeah, through the whole journey, and I love that yeah. it has that digital transformation title in it, where it's it's not just about value; it's about how do we tra transform the team to think about value in this digital transformation way and so that it scales in the organization. Now, over the past 15 years, you've been working through many iterations of the programs. Um, talk about 
the kind of start of it. When you started this journey with PTC a long time ago, where did you start? What were some of the things that that you wound up developing? Yeah, so so in in the early days, actually, you know, prior to joining PTC, PTC had uh, you know spent a lot of time and a lot of resources and a lot of clever people creating value tools. And uh, so in the early days, we had, you know, one product uh, that focused on one functional group. So CAD engineering. Yeah. And this led to, you know, sales presentations and, and, you know, calculators that were aligned to customer needs and software capabilities. So very nice job. Um, then as we developed and purchased more software, um, you know, we evolved to you know, product development process assessments, uh, PDPAs or product development uh, system vision assessments, PDSVAs, you know, as a means of aligning our offerings to customer needs. And, uh, you know, these assessments led to, you know, complex value modeling tools um, that were performed over a period of months and by skilled business development managers. Excellent. And with that, you had so many more products that then kept adding and adding and yeah. more roles that you had to engage with. Yeah. I know that led you and the team to the creation of what you call the the value framework. Talk about that framework a little bit and, and kind of what are the dimensions of it, why it's important when you, you kind of expand into these multi-role, multi-solution set, multi-product line functions that you got to think about things a little bit differently. Yeah, so you know, we needed to so we needed to simplify value conversations. So as our portfolio grew, you know, the more offerings we had, um, you know, how do you communicate and monitor value throughout the customer's uh, digital transformation journey? It's a challenge. Yeah. So you know, the you know, the concept of the value framework, it enables value discussions in in a language familiar with the customer. So you know, as a as a software vendor or any provider, you're you know naturally you're comfortable talking about your product. And um, what I'm doing with the value framework is, hey, let's let's talk about our product, but through the lens of the customer, right? Through their their business. So so it captures how an enterprise makes money and spends money via four value streams that focus on products, people, processes, and places. So okay. if we look at and the first value stream, new products. Now, everybody creates a product, but they don't create new products every day. So it could be a three to five year, you know, you're launching products. Those ones require people that have a little different skill set and have longer processes just by design, more, more reviews, uh, more iterations. And there's a, there's a higher risk that, you know, all that work may not lead to a, val you know, a valid product or the product may flop. Once you have that product launched, it goes into this kind of standard value stream that, oh, and by the way, the first value stream, new products, is all cost, no revenue. Yeah. You get to the standards where you're now generating revenue. So most of your revenue and costs are in the standard products value stream where you have online configurators, catalogs, uh, standard practices, procedures, jigs and fixtures. And that one, you know, is... Companies are constantly trying to refine it with lean initiatives, uh, improving efficiencies. Mm -hmm. And then once those products are out in the market for a while, uh, there's this supporting products value stream. Uh, and the need for that is if you want customers to continue buying your products, 
you need to support them throughout the life cycle of your product. So the supporting value stream has people that has a uh, as a service mindset, customer focus, uh, and the process uh, is, you know, by nature refined because if there's a breakdown or if there's a service, you know, the customer is demanding immediately results. Yeah. Now, in the middle there is my favorite value stream, which is kind of a modified uh, product value stream or customized or engineering to order, personalization. Mm -hmm. That one is the one that differentiates companies from their competitors. It's basically, hey, I like your product, but I want it bread. And, and to be able to deliver that um, brings a lot of value to your customer. And that one requires people that can uh, kind of think outside of the box, but um, you know, the procedures have to be tweaked or the process or the best practices. So they have to be capable of doing it. Your processes have to be uh, tweaked or modified to it to accommodate for that need. And uh, but that one has the biggest challenge because all that all those requirements end up going kind of blended into the standard products value stream. So and causes them some grief. So there is where technology can have the greatest impact on you know increasing revenue and, and reducing costs. So four value streams, new, modified, standard support, supported by people with uh, like pre-sales uh, role, engineering, manufacturing, supply chain, and post-sales, following processes at a variety of places. Yeah. I love this view in that you, you kind of divided you know, a lot of organizations say, oh, well, we support these different industries. <clears throat> but within there, there's a lot of differences within those industries where they maybe have an innovative group that's doing new products. They may have this sustaining group that's more of a, yeah. a service and a field service team. And so you divided them up into these characteristics where all of them could be in one organization, or perhaps you're just working with new products within one organization. Um, Bang on. Love that kind of a view. And it, it probably took you a while to arrive at that, I would imagine, because I'm sure in the beginning, it was very much a, in the beginning, it seems to be very product driven. It's like, hey, we've got this product. Let's do yeah. a business case for this product. Um, yeah. How did you kind of make that transition to get out of the lens of viewing it in terms of a product to now thinking about it in terms of these characteristics of the company you're working with and making it much more customer centric? Yeah, it's a, it's it's a challenge and it's a, and it's a journey. So, you know, how do you simplify complex business? You know, I would, you know, I I would spend so my my my, uh, my approach from day one was always you know understand the customer's business, model it in uh, yeah. model it to illustrate how our technology can impact their business. Mm -hmm. So the the um, and that was my style of of doing kind of value assessments. Uh, illustrating value. And, and and a lot of that came when I was a customer of PTCs I, as I was implementing technology and trying to convince uh, the executives to give me the, the, the funding, I took that approach. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in early days, modeling that up, trying to find a way to communicate that, uh, you know, I, I, I use the phrase value streams. Well, you know, people... There's value streams. They think of manufacturing, where I'm bringing it up into engineering and to sales. Mm -hmm. That you know, that was a challenge. How do you communicate that? And then you know, when you say value streams, someone says value chains. So then, so then you had to work through that. So, I you know, 
took me a long time to get to simplifying complex businesses and, and you know, I have images, created videos to, to white paper to explain all that. Um, yeah. I know you've then, shared a lot of that on your profile too. So if you're interested in this and the details on it, Dino does have this content out there in uh, on his LinkedIn profile. But 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 the key though, you 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 have to align to sales campaigns and marketing campaigns. So you're, mm -hmm. you know, even though you you know you you're showing how you illustrate, you know, how you're impacting an enterprise, it has to get back to a skew, something that we're selling. And 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 that is uh, in a way a challenge because a lot of marketing material or sales material doesn't really align to a skew, mm -hmm. especially when you have a broad portfolio overlapping capabilities. So um, that, that, was a, that was a challenge. And then that brings us to, okay, development was a challenge. Um, rollout must've been even that much more of a challenge. Um, Talk about that, how you were able to roll this out within the organization and educate everyone on on the value frameworks and on engaging with value in this way. Yeah, there's there's multiple strategies on on, on a rollout. So the um you know the first part is um there's competing initiatives. So how do you address how do you address? We're all trying to we're, we're all trying to show the value of our technology to customers, and it could be from a, a inside sales, pre-sales, application engineers, within demos, marketing, mm -hmm. customer success, partners, partners, uh, or big consulting firms. We're all trying to do it. So um, where the framework is, the value framework, the kind of the unique differentiator is that it goes in with a prescriptive strategy versus a discovery strategy. And, mm -hmm. you know, and what does that mean? So, you know, hey, we've been selling to people like you for a long time. We understand which, the challenges you have. Um, we have a solution for you. And and some people are comfortable with that and some people are, are not because you there's the impression that you could be rude by going in and, and just, you know, saying this is how we can help you. But on the other hand, you know, customers, they're looking for partners that know what they're doing, mm -hmm. you know. So going in with a point of view and being respectful, saying, hey, this is what we offer. Now maybe we can tweak a little bit. But uh, but that alone is is um, something that 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 is a challenge that, that, uh, that as I'm rolling this out, overcoming that. Mm -hmm. And then, but then, you know, using um, existing sales decks, battle cards, videos, demos, bringing that all into the, the, the content that supports the framework. Uh, what that does is says, hey, you know, this framework isn't different than how we've been working for 30 years. It's mm -hmm. the same thing. All it's doing is taking all this material and, and, and serving it up through the lens of a customer, mm -hmm. you know, how they view their enterprise. And then, of course, uh, you know, as we, we mentioned there, the, uh, you know, my, the videos I'm creating. So, you know, I'm trying to align with current marketing initiatives. So we've, you know, I created a data-driven design for sustainability video series to support our sustainability initiatives. Hey, yeah, again, same that. framework. We have an initiative. This is how, this is a top track based off of my experiences before joining PTC, mm -hmm. how, you know, we can, how it applies. So I'm constantly doing that. In, in, in other words, you know, I'm trying to impact many products, people, processes, and places within PTC to, to illustrate that, hey, this framework 
as, as much as it can help us have value discussions with our customer, it can also help us um, establish the value of our, our offering. Yeah. And so it's prescriptive in that you've got these profiles of, you know, a customer could be new product, that could be standard, that could be supporting products, it could be modified. Um, and you're going out with a big point of view about that, of here are the challenges in new products. And here's everything yep. that, that we see across all these different customers we've engaged with. And yep. here's what it co it's costing them. Here's the solutions we have, and here's the value that you can deliver. Yep. And I think having those strong point of views, particularly when you have a complex portfolio, it simplifies it. It says, here's the problem we're here to solve. Now, if you've got that problem, wonderful. If you don't, then we may not be the right ones for you, but it is going out with a very, um, very poignant point of view. And you know, it is going to resonate. If you're talking to yeah. someone who's a, a new product developer, you know what makes them tick probably in some ways more than they do because you've seen it across so many different organizations and yeah. they might be feeling one or two of the pains, but not realize that they've got six or seven others that they really should be addressing. Some proactively ahead of time, getting ahead of the curve, some right. reactively where they just might not have recognized that what ails them and needs to be cured. That's right. Yeah. And, and also if you're talking to, let's say someone in engineering that's only focused on engineering, they may not realize that their their end user or their customer, which could be manufacturing or service, is experiencing pain uh, as a result of what they're offering them, right? Yeah. So, you know, going in and, and saying we can also, our solution can help these products or these types of products or these people or these types of processes also allows the the user or the champion to to realize that you know there's more to this uh to this enterprise than just me and my department doing my job yeah now how have you helped to scale this across the organization you mentioned some of the videos you recorded but you know getting this to where sellers can implement it you've got big sales teams that are working with these organizations you've got to get this out to customers so how did you scale it's 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 a work in process you know, we, uh, the, um, how do you simplify a complex business? How do you go to a customer and say, whether you're med, med device, whether you're an um, injection molding machine, whether you're automotive, aerospace and defense, you know, how do you make people comfortable that this model new products, modified, standard, and um, mm -hmm. supporting applies to all of them is is something that I'm working through. And, you know, and it's the, the visual, the uh, the infographics that I'm calling them now is, is something that. that's resonating really well with our sales, pre-sales, our, um, our customer success and with our partners. So they, you know, but it's, 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 it's a muscle that needs to be developed. Yeah. And our jobs are never done in doing that. I do love <laughs> the approach, though, Gino, in that, you know, reading through the Steve Jobs biography, I mean, one of the first things he did when he came back to Apple was, right, he looked at this ridiculously complex product line. It says, slash, cut, burn. Here's our matrix. This is it. Um, you've essentially boiled it down to these four different 
value streams of ways that PTC can provide value to that organization. And I love the simplicity of that. Uh, uh, and I love the prescriptive nature of it, where it's like, hey, we've got a roadmap for you. Um, and it aligns perfectly with how we know you think about the business. So it's got this customer view to it that transcends mm -hmm. the complexity of the, you know, I mean, how many different software products are there? Several hundred that you, that you yeah. have in the portfolio. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't go out and... You can't train a seller to sell all of that. You can't get a customer yeah. educated on all of that, but you can get them aligned to which one of these four are you, you know, struggling with? Is it new product? Is it the standard? Are you delivering modified? What's your business model essentially? And then with the business model yeah. like that, here's our prescription and here's the value that you can get from that prescription. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. And And I mean, we have... Yeah, and we, you know, for for all our for our you know our segments, we have people that can support. Um, but but you're right when um, it's it's understanding that when you're talking to some a customer or someone within that organization, there's they can either be focused on new product engineering of new products, or it could be someone who's manufacturing standard products, or it could be someone who's servicing products out in the field. Mm -hmm. So the 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 goal here is to say we can impact all these areas. Now we do some better than others, and and you know and there's some people may want just a point solution that just meets one particular, and that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. It's knowing how how we can all play together to impact the enterprise is is what's important. But the the um, the you know, at the end of the day, you we can we have a solution to meet a specific a specific need, but then it's up to the customer to say, hey, is there value in that? Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm uh, I'm promoting that we may not be 100% the the silver bullet, but if we uh, if we're 80% there, it may be enough to to have the customer um, maybe modify some of their best practices or, or some of their they're thinking a little bit of organizational change management to accommodate what what's out of the box versus you know getting into this path of customization or getting a point solution that may not support you throughout the life cycle. Yeah, your, and I think your, that's it. Is that you're cycle. going in and offering this big um, you know advice um, to improve that whole area, even if they're looking for a point solution. Again, it gets you to be more in that expert consultative. Mm -hmm framework and engaging. What's the one piece of advice you'd like to leave our Enterprise Value Collective with today, Gino? So the, of course, I'd like everybody to start thinking of this framework to communicate, to simplify, come up with a common language that customers, software providers or technology providers and partners all start speaking the same language. Of course, I'd love that. But that means you'd have to have consulting, big, large consulting firms to agree or to change how they're working partners that have their you know special methods of doing things and and having software vendors that are naturally competing with each other to agree so that's a battle and that's a, a minute for the long haul so that's what I'm working on but the but really the, the something that that people can act on now that's mm -hmm. is moving away from chasing metrics and focus on products people processes and places you know so products is it one product many is it a product line that we're impacting for people, is it engineering only software engineers? Is it manufacturing service? 
when we talk about processes, you know, new new product development process, which is kind of a sweet spot for us, but but then you have regulatory approval processes, which is you know key for medtech devices. Mm-hmm. And then places, you know, are we only talk in one location. Is there many locations that are similar? Is there an R and D or centers of excellence? So uh, focusing on these elements, you know, simplifies business value discussions with your customers, your partners, and within your own ecosystem. Yeah, it's characteristics of the customer that you've kind of codified and aligning to that rather than aligning to your products and the metrics from those individual products. Definitely. So Gino, thank you so much. Thanks for participating in the Value Talk Coffee Talk podcast today. Hey, Tom, thank you very much for, for having me. It's, it's always a pleasure. Awesome. Please sign up for the Enterprise Value Collective on LinkedIn or on our GeniusDrive.com website if you haven't done so yet. That'll let you stay in touch with the latest events, tools, insights. Hit the like button, subscribe so you stay up to date on the latest Value Coffee Talk episodes. And until next time, our Enterprise Value Collective, keep sharing and growing together. 